Happy, happy Monday, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to the sound of my voice. My name is Rachel, and this is Word Today. How is everyone? How is, how was your weekend? Did you do anything interesting you want to share? You can write us. We want to hear what, how you spend your weekends. You know, we, people are nosy all the time. We love uh, hearing people's stories. You know, things going on in your lives, in my life. My life. <laughs> um, what did I do? I, I went to church. That's what I remember. What I did yesterday, because I had um, to save a church to volunteer. So yeah. And on Saturday, what did I do? On Saturday, actually, I was home. It was so hot in New England, like 91 degrees. Um, I grew up in tropical weather, Dar es Salaam where sometimes the temperature is over 100 degrees and you cannot even go outside. Um, and I have lived here long enough to forget that kind of weather. And so when I'm so used to winter now, to cold weather, because I can control that, I can put on heavy clothing, you know, wrap up myself warm and I'll be fine. Uh, and then most of the places also are warm as as long as you're inside indoor you're fine so the winter doesn't bother me much as this weather but i'm not complaining i'm i'm grateful you know i love seasons i love all four seasons that's why i i truly enjoy new england I know uh, back home in Dar es Salaam, for example, they only have—they don't even have seasons. They have rain and sun. That's it. Either rain, heavy, heavy rain, or sun. There's no cold. There's no summer or spring, whatever. Just rain or sun, rain or sun, and and I think there are some parts of in here in America like that, uh, but. You know, I'm I, I'm truly enjoying New England. So when I see that snow in wintertime, I'm like, oh, snow. I mean, I'll get over myself very fast because I know it's a season and we are to just, um, we are to appreciate every season and just see the beauty in them, uh, however they come. Um... With that said, I'm bringing you the word. And today, actually, this was not the word for today, but the Lord has impressed me in my heart to speak about this subject today, um, which I think is important. Uh, Sometimes we get lost in doing many, many, many things and our time just vanished so fast. Uh, and we look back and we find that after all, what have we done? What do we have to show in the end? 
Um, so I thought it's it's a good good day for us to remind ourselves ourselves the basics. The basics. I think we forget that we are living in a fast pace um, society. Uh, we are living in uh, the most um, advanced in technology uh, time and uh, accessible of information 24 hours a day it's we have so much information at our exposal um, today if you just choose to go to college and, and pay that hefty amount to get a PhD or to get a master's it's good to have it but they're becoming ab- obsolete more and more i'm saying this not to tell you don't go to college i'm saying this that we have so much information but at the same times we have so much deficiency of knowledge um people are getting lazy and lazy to to figure to 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 read to study because everything just goes so fast uh everything is just a tweet away it is a, a little facebook post away it's it's a little just i sometimes i have to just put everything to the side and just push back and look and and see really what matters um and so i think as a christian as believer even non-believer it's it's important for us to remind ourselves what is the basics otherwise we're going to find ourselves being buried in these demanding of everything demands your attention when you only have a very small uh attention deficit very small attention span uh, on your brain to to remember many things or to even focus so uh, it's it's good to to go back to the basics um and i'm not saying that i would uh leather live in the society where they didn't have this much information no i'm 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 grateful to god i'm living in this generation in this time where there's so much information it's absolutely under my control for me to choose what i want to listen and what i want to push away um when I, i i used to have a habit of having my phone next to me when i go to bed and the first thing i do when i wake up in the morning because it was also my alarm when i look it up uh there will be text messages there will be whatsapp messages there will be Facebook notification there'll be Twitter notification Instagram notification emails um mystic phone calls that is 5 a.m in the morning or maybe 6 a.m in the morning so it's like my phone was busy receiving all this information while I'm sleeping so that the next day when I wake up and I I just swipe to the right the first thing I see is messages i'm bombarded with every single thing needing my attention so it took me a while it took frustration it took some disappointments for me to decide that i don't i got to find a way to have a different alarm clock and and take away the phone from my bedroom it's not the first thing that i'm going to look 
Uh, I don't care how important uh whatever those messages they come from they are not as important as the person who is next to me right here at my house and so it's been working very well and i think um i can safe share with you today that it is very helpful uh, it, uh don't wake up in the morning listening to every voice except your own except the voice that's inside you the voice from god the still small voice um and i was reading the book of luke the last two chapters 23 and 24 where jesus was um now they took him they ready to crucify they were accusing him for whatever accusing uh whatever trespasses he did which there was none but it was just there were false witnesses who determined for him to be crucified because he threatened their um power he threatened their uh everything their future their lives in in that society where they were you know highly regarded um so they wanted him really uh completely destroyed and of course he wouldn't be destroyed unless he decided to lay his life down which he did um and then before he passed he told his father forgive them because they don't know what what they're doing but when you read the verses in there you find that these people were loud they were accusing him and their voices were so loud uh that the the herod and and uh, pontius pilate um couldn't stand it i mean they prevailed uh but at the end of the day the person who prevailed was uh, at the end of the day jesus laid his life so it's not like they prevailed it's just he let them prevail um so you know the devil's voice is always loud so you want to stay away from that uh at least those few minutes few hours of your morning don't start with noises so that's why i'm bringing you back to basics um and the question that came up to me today in fact i was going over some stuff um listening to some teachings about financial future about financial really smart um and it came down to me for wherever the lord put in my heart in fact this is the second time uh within the past few days where he asked me the question what is the basic human need and i was meditating on that i was asking myself questions like that what is the basic human need and for a long time since i was a young girl up to maybe a few years ago i believed the basics the basic human need is food shelter and clothing that's what i believed and i lived and i tell people um that is the human basic need however i didn't know the lord very well the way i know him now so everything i because the bible is my authority so i have i have to go to the bible and find out what is really the most important thing what is the most basic thing that human need and the answer is is in Matthew 6 verse 33 this is what it says but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness 
and all these things shall be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So now when you read this verse, obviously you have to go back to find out what are those things Jesus is talking about. And if you read the entire chapter, you will find out that, let's say, for example, let's start from um, uh, verse 19. It tells us to lay up your treasures in heaven, not on earth. People are busy laying up their treasures on earth. That's why they buy houses, they buy, they buy you know, um, 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 classic, they buy... Um, stocks they buy they put money in savings account they buy things that hold value for for future they you know repurpose things uh they buy painting all those things those are treasures heavenly treasures they buy they buy gold and and minerals and silver diamonds store up for themselves treasures here on earth um so but we know that this earth one day will be destroyed it's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. It's a waste of money. After all years of living and working hard, the person, what they do, they store up stuff here on earth that's going to be stolen, going to be probably rot. Um, the, the, the thieves can, can, can steal it. So here on, uh, Jesus is telling us, do not bother laying your treasures here on earth lay up your treasures in heaven and then he went on i mean it's so much stuff he preached this is what uh, yeah he was preaching here he was teaching and then you go down on verse 24 he said you cannot uh save two masters you either will hate one and love the other or else you'll be loyal to one and despise the other you cannot save god and mammon Mammon is, uh, some people define as money, save God and money, where people work for money. Money shouldn't be your, your master, it should be your servant. And, and 99% of people work for money. Um, and if you love money, if you work for money, if, if you love money, money occupies your heart, mind and soul and everything. Um, you cannot save God. It's going to be impossible to do that. Uh, and then when you drop to verse 25, then he, he tells us, do not worry. Do not worry about your life. What is your life? Your life is consists of everything. Consists of your thoughts. Consists of your heart, where your heart is. It consists of, of your, your health, your body. It consists of your entire being. And Jesus is telling you, do not worry what, about your life. Yeah? He continued to say what you will eat, what you will drink, about your body, what you will put on. Then he asked the question, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? And he gave example, look at the birds of the air. For they neither, neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Number two. 27, he asked, say, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? Some translation said, which one of you by worrying can one, can add one hour to your life? But people 
live worrying about what they're gonna eat what they're gonna where what where they're gonna live it's just ingrained into us from since we were born and we have seen our parents do the same and we put that in our own children it's it's a circle that keep repeating itself generation after generation but this man came jesus and say look those kind of things that's not what how god designed you to to be he was completely changing the way people think the way people talk the way people live uh and, and it was hard to adapt in fact it was hard 2000 years ago when he was here walking on planet as it is today uh nothing have changed number 29 um he went on to say now if god so close the grass of the field he gave us an actuate so why you do you worry about clothing consider the lilies of the field how they grow they neither toil nor spin and yet i say to you that even solomon in all his glory solomon what was was the richest man ever existed he was so rich then god say he will be rich no one was ever richer than him before him and no one will ever be richer even after him so the, even jeff bezos cannot touch solomon's riches and not only he was rich but he was also a very very wise person full of wisdom Uh, and Jesus tells us Solomon in his glory was not arrayed like one of these what these the lilies in the field that grows today and tomorrow they are thrown into the fire um number 31 it tells us therefore do not worry saying what shall we eat what shall we drink what shall we wear number 32 tells us that for after all these things the gentiles seek for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things for jesus is telling us god knows that we need them in fact he put them so we can need them so we can look at them and desire them like admire them but then he said look you are different you are not like gentiles the gentile want those things they want the creation more than the creator but he say you a child of god and number 33 now seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things food clothing shelter will be added into you so the basic human need is the kingdom of god and his righteousness let me repeat the basic human need is the kingdom of god and his righteousness now i was looking at um this some statistics uh the number of people in the world are 7.53 billion and out of 7.53 billion that's up that's 2017 uh there are only 2.2 billion confessing christians now those confessing christian is mixed with um you know those who are they co- confess they are christian but they are really not christians so the number can be lower than 2.2 billion but that 2.2 was in 2010 I, i didn't get the statistics for last year for 17 or 18 but we are around there around 3 billion like only a third of of the population of the world is known or they consider themselves christians 
So let's assume those, those that one third, all of them, they, they seek God's kingdom and his righteousness, uh, which is, it's hard to tell because there are so many false uh, Christians among the real Christians. Um, and they project that by 2050, only the number of Christianity will decline. The Christian will decline. Like we're going to, Christians are going to stay steady while Muslim uh, is, is number one, is a growing religion in the world. At that time, Muslim will be catching up with Christians. So Christian will be one third and Muslim will be one third. And another one third will be or other um religion will be made up with all other religions um so i would say about two-thirds of of population in the world they don't have the basic need which is god and his righteousness two-thirds that's that's a lot of people that's a lot of people and the reason the lord brought this to my attention was because i was looking i'm like I was asking him a question, Lord, how can I do, what can I do to make a difference? And then the question was, what is the basic need that human truly need? Not desire, need. Like it's necessary for your survival, not only in this life, but also the life to come. And it is, the answer is God is kingdom and his righteousness. And I believe that's what was it that's what was ingrained in me to even start this podcast if i can find one person to listen or two and they and, and the lord touch them i've done something that is worthy of eternal uh value uh laying up my treasures in heaven um so people need to Seek God's kingdom and seek his righteousness. But let's find out what is God's kingdom. Some people can ask, what is God's kingdom? Sometimes when you refer to the word God's kingdom, you also refer to the word God is uh, the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, uh, they, 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 they are synonymous. Uh, if you speak in broadly, Psalm 103, 19 uh, tells us God is... Uh, undeniable monarchy of all creation. I paraphrase that, but you can refer to that Psalm Psalm 103, 19. God is the king of this universe. He's a sovereign God over all universe, over everything. He created everything and he ruled over everything. There's nothing that passed him by that he doesn't know without his knowledge. And he knows every one of us. He knows everything, even our thoughts before they even come. He is a ruler of all. Uh, Jesus even said that he was talking about how much value the human is. He said, your father knows there's no sparrow. That little bird that you buy for a penny, they used to sell those birds, I believe, in the past. He said, that bird doesn't go to the ground without your father's knowledge. So how much more are you valuable than those sparrows? So... That's the kingdom of God. He's a ruler over all. And he just let people, you know, roam around wherever they want, thinking he doesn't exist when he is there. He rule over every single human being. Um, another way to describe the kingdom of God now, this is more spiritual, where uh, I would say Christians, those are the people who willingly themselves submitted to God, authority. 
uh, in their hearts. Um, they uh, they made him his his kingdom, like Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. In John eighteen thirty six, he was taking my rule is is in is is in spirit is in the spiritual man a man who surrender their lives to me you put your faith in Christ Jesus and you enter that kingdom and he also taught us in John 3 that um in order to enter that kingdom you must be born again that's how you enter John 3 5 uh, to 7 um so that's how the other way to describe the kingdom of God but overall He's a king over all, over everything. He's a sovereign God over everything. He's also a sovereign God in the hearts of those who submitted themselves to him, meaning they they are born again. Even though um, to in, to become born again, it, it, it's his, his work. It is the work of the Holy Spirit. People hear the gospel. When they hear the gospel, the Holy Spirit stir them up. They respond, and then they enter. They confess. They repent their sin. They turn away from their sin. They turn away from being rebellious against God, and then Jesus become their king. Um, that's what born again Christians are. Um, and then we know that the kingdom of God also will also rule in the future in the millennial time. Uh, where Jesus will physically be here in a, a king in Jerusalem for a thousand years. But in this case, what Jesus is talking about here right now, he's telling us to seek God, to seek God and his rulership and his kingdom, to acknowledge him, to know him, uh, also to seek his righteousness. Now, what is God's righteousness? Um God is righteousness. I would like to go to First Corinthians. Um, actually, not First Corinthians. Is it First Corinthians? Yeah, First Corinthians, verse one, uh, chapter one, verse thirty, which we read like this. But of him, meaning Jesus, you are in Christ Jesus. But of him, but of God, sorry, but of God, but of him. You are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So I believe what Jesus meant on Matthew 6, 33 is seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, meaning his Christ, his, the righteousness that comes from God, the righteousness that not is from you. There was another righteousness that is available actually to this day and the most uh, false religion try to pursue that which is you by your own good works by your own good deeds by your own good behavior you'll be able to find god you'll be able to enter the kingdom of god but jesus tells us you have to seek god's kingdom and god's righteousness and god's righteousness doesn't come by your own works, your own good deeds. God's righteousness comes through Jesus Christ by putting our faith in Jesus Christ. That's when we receive that kingdom. We receive we receive that wisdom. We receive that righteousness, sanctification, redemption, power, wisdom. Um, and everything is through him. Um, so those are the basics. You seek ye first 
first the kingdom end not just the kingdom of god but end his righteousness so in other words you seek god kingdom and you seek his righteousness the righteousness that comes from god and that righteousness only comes through pressing your faith in jesus christ it doesn't come through krishna it doesn't come through muhammad it doesn't come through buddha it comes only through jesus christ and then everything else food clothing house whatever gonna be added into you um so gentile you know what gentile seek as jesus said they seek food clothing this is what people work for all their lives cars nice houses whatever vacation you work all your life but jesus say no just seek god seek his righteousness all these stuff will be added into you and you know what happened when you start seeking god and you find and you and his righteousness and he give it to you his righteousness your desires change it's not that you will not enjoy uh, a nice handbag nice jimmy shoes it's not that you will not enjoy driving a mercedes or you will not enjoy having it it's it's that it will not have your heart you can have them if you want to it's just a choice just priorities it's it, it, not priorities it's just a choice or what should i say what another word i, I can use um i help me it's just something that you don't have to have whether you have you don't have it won't affect you if you have a nice house beautiful home you pay off it doesn't have any mortgage and then somebody really need that house really need that house for whatever reason for whatever circumstances you can say you know what take this deed i give you this house and it won't affect you even a second now if you are that kind of person you have found the kingdom of god you have found the, his righteousness those are the only two things that you need the only two things that are necessary i important the rest will be added into you whether you live in a mansion or you live in a one bedroom apartment you are the same person you do not change whether you drive 2000 years to uh, 1999 dodge or you are driving 2018 dodge you are the same person it doesn't affect you at all and i'm not suggesting that now oh then christian become poor or whatever no what i'm saying is stuff don't rule in your heart what rule in your heart now is god what rule in your heart is jesus his lordship his kingdom that's what we should be seeking um now people do afraid to become christian because now what if jesus ask you to give up that thing that's what they think it's not like jesus is here trying to make you be poor or make you give away stuff that you enjoy having them no no he will number one he will never do that because he give you those things anyway and even if he does know that there is a better things waiting for even if there's no expectation it doesn't matter 
those things don't own you you are biggest you are you are the most delight the most treasured person or being or thing that you want to have that you will have in your heart is Jesus himself you have him he fulfill every desire every desire that you have and i could go on but my time is up so i want to finish with this the basic human desire is not food or drink house cars money in the bank savings account vacation the basic human human need is the kingdom of god and his righteousness I hope that answer our questions for today. Uh I will I could go on with this but I think uh that is that information is 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 packaged enough for you to meditate in it and ponder. Till next time. This is word today. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.